What is going on, everyone? It is me, Real Estate Ryan. Thanks for tuning in uh, to my very first podcast. I'm very excited, and I'm joined here by my co-host, uh, Jordan Brussel. So, podcast is going to be all how's it about- going? <laughs> <laughs> so, the podcast is going to be all about uh, buying real estate, what it looks like to own real estate, and I think I want to start by sharing why I'm even in real estate. Well, first off, can we cheers yes, to your first podcast episode? This is exciting for me too, Ryan, because I don't know anything about real estate. So it's good that you have me on this show because I'm just going to be learning from you the I'm, entire time I'm as gonna, you tell me about it. I'm going to teach you so much about real estate. <laughs> I'm excited because this is like, for me, this feels like real estate for dummies. You're going to really educate me. Perfect. Right. That, that's the goal, I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. So, so yeah, I think the cool thing to get into as we start this podcast is giving people a little bit of your story of how you got into real estate, how long you've been doing it, what got you really started in real estate. So mm-hmm. you want to tell us a little bit about that? Like, how'd you get yeah. started? What's your story? Yeah. So I, um, I like to tell people that real estate is in my blood. And so what I mean okay. by that is that, <laughs> uh, my, my, uh, family, so my grandfather and, and even past my grandfather, but I'll start there. My grandfather, he owned a bunch of property in Troy. And so I always grew up like hearing about, properties and being a landlord and having tenants and collecting rent and and even the horrible stories that went along with that because this is the old days of troy new york troy new york was not then what it is now yes right that's that's the old times that um when my grandfather what years was that was that like 70s 80s that's gotta be uh at least 50 i mean at least 50 years years ago okay so it was some time ago yeah yeah, okay if not like yeah, 60, 70 years ago. So Troy was not what it is now. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay. Um, so it kind of started there. And so anyways, I kind of always heard about like owning real estate and all that stuff. Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. I'll fast forward to um, when I got home from college. I went to school out in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And it was like this very exciting city. Uh, lots of cool coffee shops and restaurants. And I just like fell in love with that feel of like the community feel kind of like the the hipsterish feel out yeah there. yeah yeah exactly which is kind of similar to troy new york well yeah exactly in some ways right yeah yeah but, but i didn't realize that so i was out at school for four years and when i got home i i was like depressed that i had to leave <laughs> that really cool culture right of right. coffee and whatever all that stuff yeah um the, so hipster, I, the hipster vibes yeah yeah we'll call it the, the, hipster the millennial vibes. hipster vibes is what you were going for exactly so <laughs> I'll never forget when I got home, I was depressed for, for a little bit that, that, um, that I had to leave all that. And so, um, anyways, I remember when I got home finding out that Troy had kind of become like this Portland of sorts. And what I mean by that is like the coffee shops, the restaurants, the, the culture, you going know? out kind of like, uh, yeah. the, the laid back nightlife a little bit, like, you know, yeah. cool bars. Yes. Yeah. A lot of younger people. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and so when I found that in Troy, I thought, holy smokes, this is so cool. Um, I want to live in downtown Troy. Right. And I remember I, I never wanted to rent. And so I thought, okay, like my goal is that I'll never rent. So um, I, I made it my goal when I got home that I would buy a place in or near downtown Troy. Okay. Um, little did I know that it was really expensive to buy a place or at least it was becoming expensive. Right. 
And so what I did, my cousin and my sister and myself, we all had that sort of same goal of like buying a place. In... Is it more expensive now than it was then? Yeah. So, so it's continuing to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That um, would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's grown quite a bit. So you, your sister, and your cousins all kind of went in on a yeah. place together? Yeah, so we decided let's try to find a place. And that was like my introduction to real estate for myself, really. Gotcha. So I worked with my broker who I work with now. Um, I worked with him trying to find what we bought eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, we probably walked through, or I walked through, at least like 30, maybe 40 buildings. And at the time I was looking for only like a multifamily because we all wanted to live there. And so, um, we walked through like so many places. And I remember my, my real estate agent at the time, um, he was so patient. Like he didn't have any issue with showing me a bunch of buildings. And anyways, he was like so great to work with. Yeah. So eventually we find a place and it was like out of our price range, of course. Everybody always wants a, wants a place that's out of their price range. I think so. I mean, <laughs> I know that pretty much anywhere is out of my price range yeah. right now. <laughs> As I'm going to be looking for houses in the coming years. I'm sure it's out of my price range. <laughs> so I found a place out of our price range. Yep. We end up offering like thirty or 40000 under what they were asking. Mm-hmm. And anyways, to our surprise, they accepted the offer. So anyways, that was seven years ago. That was in 20, I think it was 2013. Okay. Um, So anyways, that's my introduction to purchasing my first place. Okay. And that was a three unit building a block away from Washington Park. Um, And what we ended up doing is we started renting it out, of course. How did you get this place for so, such a good deal? Yeah, that's a good question. It actually... um, Because it... You did get it for like a lot under what the asking price yeah. was, right? Yeah, we couldn't afford what they were asking. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, everyone goes for something out yeah. of that price range. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we actually got that property. I was I would drive by like I would drive through downtown Troy and in the surrounding area like yep. all the time looking for like signs and just trying to find that right place for us. Right. And um, I ended up driving by this building. We call it um, we called it 107. That was the address. It was 107. Uh-huh. So we, I actually drove by 107 one day, and I saw a sign out front, and I'm like, holy smokes, this place is beautiful. And it was this brownstone. It was really incredible. And um, I drove by the next day, and the sign was gone. And I'm like, that's weird, like, and really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it, it ended up being that that property came off the market within that one day that I drove by and the next day. Okay. So I think it was, I don't know how long it was on for, but I know that the owner wanted to get rid of it. And so it's kind of just like right place, right time. Yeah. Everything is kind of aligned for you guys. Yeah. So it kind of just worked out and we didn't like, you know, go back and forth with that price at all. We just submitted our offer and it was accepted. You just kind of took it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so shortly after, uh, I moved into one of the floors and, um, but we had some tenants, we had some, you know, crazy stories, but did you have bad tenants? I hear that a lot of people just have bad tenants once or twice in their life. You know, if they own property. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't want to say we had bad tenants, but it was just like, we had like people were living there. It was like, people have issues and people have things and they have boyfriends and husbands and girlfriends or, you know, whatever it might be. So it's like, there was some issues, but 
for the most part, it was such a good experience. It really kind of taught you a lot about owning a property and what the things to expect when you have tenants and in a multifamily house. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's, I kind of, I think I bring that whole story up because that's what got me into real estate personally. Right. Um, I, I eventually, pretty shortly after, started renting out my, where I was living on Airbnb and okay, I, yeah, talk about this for a yeah. second, because this is what really kind of got you to realize that yes. there was the potential to make money in in this way. Once you own a property, mm-hmm. and you see, you know, you hear, everyone's kind of heard about, I think, Airbnb back then, what, what year is this, like, 20, is it still 2013, 2013, 2014? So yeah. back then, Airbnb was not what it is now. I think now, a lot of people, when they go on vacations, or they travel to a wedding, as opposed to getting a hotel, people are getting Airbnbs now. It's becoming a much more popular thing, and even yeah. for vacations and stuff like that. So you guys kind of yeah heard you heard about this how, and it just kind of what kind of cycled it in. Yeah, and you realize like this is a big money maker for me. That's right. Yeah. So I heard about it. Um, and again, this is years ago, so it's like yeah, everyone knows about it now, of course. But, but back then, it was kind of like a like maybe a sketchy thing to oh, try yeah. out. You didn't know if you could trust it. Yeah. That kind of thing. I actually used Airbnb personally when I was out in Oregon. Me and my buddies took like this weekend trip to the beach, and we we were a little nervous using <laughs> it. Oh. But I mean, we had a great experience. Yeah, you just don't know what you're gonna get from it. <laughs> yeah, it's like is somebody gonna be like sleeping in the bed yeah, when I arrive? Someone check, checking in on you. Yeah. <laughs> so my my buddy actually from Oregon, he he found out or he heard that we bought this place, and he was you know so excited. And he was like, he goes, Ryan, you have to do Airbnb. Like you have to host on Airbnb and I'm like, no way. That's so weird. Yeah. And so he came to visit me one time and he was like, all right, I'm doing it. So he, he like got my phone. Wait, so he signed you up for it. You didn't even want to do it at first. I swear. (laughs) He like took, that's great. He took like these good photos and made it look really cool and whatever. And I'll never forget my first uh, confirmation from Airbnb. I would, and I got it on my phone and this notification popped up for, you know, so-and-so booked your apartment from, it was a one night like stay. Right. And I made, it was like, and it shows you when it pops up your notification, it shows you how much, you know, you're going to make. And I think it was like $90 or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was so excited for that 90 bucks. <laughs> and I was also like terrified of who these people are. What do I even do? I didn't have anything like prepared already. Like I didn't have, yeah. you know, I didn't have new sheets. I didn't have, you know, think of all the things you wow. want. Like yeah. certain plates and this and, you know, the bathroom to be a So certain. you were a real newbie to Airbnb. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and thank God these people like, I think they, they enjoyed their stays. Yeah. <laughs> they enjoyed their time. Yeah. So um, that was my first booking. And that was kind of doing Airbnb. So from then, I started to understand, like, you know, how to make this Airbnb the best it can be. And right. from then, I, I did it for a few years. And I started making, for me, really good money. Mm. And that, again, is like another introduction to real estate, to how you can make money from real estate, and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. And so. Um, I would say a couple years after that, and and seeing the the good money coming in, I I just thought, and this is probably four, fast forward four years, I thought, okay, I need to get another multifamily. Mm. And so once I started looking for my next multifamily, I thought, um, 
I, I just was having so much fun with the process of yeah. like looking at properties. Right. And all of this stuff, and I, you know, I'll explain the story of why I got my license, but like all of this stuff kind of like just scratched that itch, if you will, yeah. of like viewing a property. How much money can you make? What are, you know, and, and adding up, like, I, I now have like this spreadsheet of like all the costs that will go into a, a right. multifamily and how much money you'll make at the end of the month and the end of the year. That's super helpful. Yeah, which yeah. I, I share that pe- share that with clients now, um, like that document, and I'll say, hey, this is how much you potentially could make. Wow. That's probably really helpful for a lot of clients to yeah. see that. Yeah. 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 Um, so... I think it was, so I, I eventually uh, bought another multifamily um, because I saw the money coming in from my first one. And I thought, man, I got to do this again, right? Yep. Um, so it was probably after I got my next multifamily, I think it was about a year later. That's when I said, you know what? Like, I think I could help somebody accomplish these things like their their real estate goals like i i felt like i was so lucky to live in my first apartment for essentially free yep and when i got my next multifamily i again was living there for free you know quote unquote free sure because the tenant was paying my mortgage yeah and so it was really like um all of these things that led me to think i need to get my license and help family friends people that I meet, you know, through social media, you know, whoever it might be, right. like I need to help other people do what I just did for myself now twice. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I got into it. Um, right. Why I got so, into it. So it was really kind of like starting with Airbnb and realizing that, Hey, there's potential here to not just Airbnb, but then owning these multifamilies where it's just, it's really like, I don't want to say it's like a, a cash grab, but really like this is a way for people to really just help themselves to make some additional income to really like set themselves up for success financially in the future. Right. And you're saying like, wow, this is working for me. I want to help other people with this as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's yeah. awesome. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And you know, it, it definitely was scary to, um, to, to get my first multifamily, but, and again, I was, um, I think I was 23. Two twenty three when I got my first multifamily. Yep. And I didn't do it by myself. I had my cousin and my sister who we all bought it together. Right. Um, and it was really nice to know that, oh, if, you know, the furnace breaks, it's not going to be $5,000. It's 5000 divided by three, you know? <laughs> so it's It's nice good to, to have some accountability there and have people in there to help you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we would, whenever somebody would move out, we all kind of would go through, clean it together, paint it, and, mm-hmm. you know, all that fun stuff. Um, and, you know, it's definitely, it was a lot of work to do all that stuff, but right. um, I think the payout is worth it. Well, I think also knowing you and your personality, you're really good at, like, the the look of things, like, the design of things, and you kind of see, you have an eye for that kind of stuff that's yeah. really going to help catch people's eye. So I feel like that's another reason that, you know, talking about in this first episode of this podcast, people getting to know you and who you are. Yeah. Like you're someone who really genuinely cares Mm -hmm. about like attention for detail, making sure that everything goes smoothly with the home buying process, but also like, hey, here's my eye for things. I think this would be, once you get to know your client, you're really good at saying, hey, I know you now, here's what I think would work for you when it comes to buying a property because I know who you are and we've been able to connect on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, it's really helpful when um, clients will send me 
a few properties that they're interested in so that I can kind of get a feel for the look, the style that they're going for. Yeah. Um, you feel like you get to know them on a different level a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah. Or it just helps you get to know them better. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, really cool. Um, awesome, yeah. Ryan. This is a, this is a really good first episode here uh, of you kind of bringing us through yeah. your story and just helping people get to know you a little bit more. And, Absolutely. Um, I'm sure as we continue to go through this podcast, people will feel like they know you even more right? and even yeah. better. You know? Yeah, and I look forward to other people kind of hearing um, over the next couple episodes, like things that are going to go on and, yeah. you know, even talking about the home buying process, like what it looks like and, yeah. and that stuff. So, And if you're listening to this episode right now and you're really interested in the home buying process and just learning more, you can always hit up Ryan. Uh, is it at Real Estate Ryan on yeah. Instagram? Yeah, so check me out on Instagram. It's at realestate.ryan on Instagram and I would love to connect uh, with you. So awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening guys. Thanks guys.